0: Hey everybody, welcome to West Seattle Christian Church Online. My name is Worth. If you are new, welcome and thanks for joining us. If not, welcome back. Today we are in the third week of Eastertide and we are on our third teaching in our series called Salt and Light. Specifically, we are looking at a passage of scripture in Matthew 5 verses 13 through 20, which is part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. And we're discovering together what it means to follow his words and his works and his his ways. This week, we're looking at Jesus's words specifically through the dual lenses of evangelism and justice. And we'll take a look at that in just a second. But first, here's a few opportunities to take advantage of. First up is our Kim Folk groups. If, uh, if you've read Acts chapter 2 verse 47, it says this, the first Christians broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. And that's pretty much all we need to say. Uh, if that's what our King Folk groups are all about, that they are just groups of people within our church community and our wider community here in West Seattle that come together to share life and food and prayer, perhaps a bit of study. Uh, and if this is something that you're longing for, then these groups are for you. You can find more about out about them on, and sign up on our website at westseattlechristian.church groups. Second, on May 24th, we'll be hosting a Zoom discussion that's super, super important. We're going to be chatting about Latasha Morrison's book, Be the Bridge, which was all about racial reconciliation and healing within the church, and it's going to help us have a biblical framework as a church for restoration. Our society and the church have a lot of grieving, repentance, and learning to engage in on this topic, and so I hope you make it a priority. So just click to the racial justice link on our homepage, and from there you can jump to the sign-up form, and everything will be right there for you. Last, uh, the last subject is this could change due to COVID increases in our community and things like that, but our next in-person service is going to be in early May. So please hop online and pre-register for that today. It'll help us plan for our setup accordingly. And again, the the service is going to be family style, so there won't be any Kids City open, but we'll let you know the exact date for that service soon. All right, let's pause for a second and reorient ourselves to the passage of scripture we've been concentrating on for the last couple of weeks. In Matthew 5, 12 through 20, we find this section of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount that talks about salt and light, the very first part of which says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Okay, now, last week we talked about what that means and doesn't mean from the perspective of putting God on display, or putting ourselves on display. In other words, whose glory are we being salty and bright for in the first place? This week, the aspect of this passage we're going to focus on is probably more of the traditional focus that you've heard about before, if you've been part of a church for like 10 seconds, and that is the idea of sharing the gospel of Jesus, the good news. And the word that's used for this is evangelism. that's because the word gospel in the new testament is the word euangelion which is where we get the word evangelism so what we're not talking about here is shouting about jesus from street corners which i think i think it makes jesus cringe actually and we're not talking about learning about how the gospel and science coincide which is called apologetics learning the skills to argue about this none of that is what jesus is talking about when he says you are salt and light jesus is talking about How to prevent evil and how to maintain justice and he's also talking about how to spread truth and beauty and the goodness of god's kingdom and he's talking about how to do these things together and this is important because many churches in the last 100 years have actually split because followers of jesus could not agree on what their focus should be so they narrowed their focus and some wanted to emphasize evangelism and some wanted to emphasize justice so you had and still have churches who focus nearly exclusively on trying to lead individual people to reconciliation with God, to have faith in Him. That's evangelism. And you also have had and still have churches who focus nearly exclusively on social reconciliation between people. That's called justice. Historically, you had more progressive Christians limiting their focus to justice, and you had more conservative Christians limiting their focus to evangelism. But here's the thing. This is important and and it has to be understood. Jesus' plan for our life calls us to be both salt and light. And a proper understanding of what he means can help us blend these two limited views, these narrower views, into proper focus. So most people know this, but in the not-too-distant past, there weren't things called refrigerators, or even freezers. There were ways to keep things cold, but they weren't very convenient ways. So the way to preserve things, especially food, was with salt. Salt was a preservative. It still is. Another way of saying the function of salt in this way is that it prevented decay. And light has always been light. It's always had the same function. When Jesus says we are salt and light, in other words, it's like he's training us to understand that as his followers We have these two functions as our responsibility in the world, to shine light so that people can see and to prevent decay. We have the job to guard and defend against evil, to thwart and prevent the corrosion and disrepair and the rot of injustice. And we also have the task to shine the prime qualities of God's kingdom into the neighborhood, qualities like beauty and truth and goodness. We've talked in the past that as a church community, we are focused on our, our up and our in and our out components of following Jesus. Up is all about a relationship with God and Jesus and the Spirit and how we develop that. And in is about our relationship with each other within the church. Typically, the term fellowship will be used here. Out is about our relationships with those who don't know or follow Jesus yet. So part of this discussion of salt and light is the recognition that Many churches don't focus on all three of these areas. Some churches only focus on up, and they're super good at what happens on Sunday and emphasizing your relationship with God. Others focus a lot of energy on in aspects of things like small groups and um, fellowship are the highlight of what they do. Others are really excellent at out, and they are good at reaching new people for Jesus and sharing the gospel. But two things are important to realize here. First, Most churches are really good at one of these and somewhat good at another one, and then they're kind of pretty lousy at the third one, whichever that may be. And second, when it comes to out, there happens to be many churches that are focused on just the evangelism part of that equation, just the light part of the salt and light, and the salt bit is not put into action. This is a good time to bring up our learning as a community about racial justice. We have the responsibility as followers of Jesus to defend against injustice when we see it. So if all we do is focus on Sunday, that would be up, or fellowship, that would be in, or evangelism to the exclusion of the other focal points, we're like a three-legged stool that's missing a leg and we're going to fall over. And likewise, even if we're leaning into all three up-in-and-out categories, but we're ignoring or forgetting about the justice that God desires, we are not being the people that God wants us to be. And the Bible has a lot to say about that. This week, to illustrate that point, I'd like to draw your attention to our Spotify playlist. Yeah, if you don't have the app, grab it or click the link in our weekly email to access our playlists. Or just search on Spotify for West Seattle Christian Church and you'll find our, kind of our channel and our playlists and our favorites and that kind of thing. So this week on our Spotify list, I've included the song Instead of a Show by John Foreman, the lead singer of one of my favorite bands, Switchfoot. And I want you to listen to this song. Maybe pause right now and listen to it and reflect on it. And just in case some of you are offended by it and its lyrics, I want to let you know that every word of it is based on the Old Testament prophet Amos. Specifically, the words are lifted right out of the Bible from Amos chapter 5 verses 21 through 24. So after you listen to that, we'll get back to it. The light part we get. We jump straight to Matthew 28, 17 through 20, where Jesus gives us the great commission to make disciples. But The salt bit is all over the scriptures as well. It's sprinkled all throughout the Gospels and all throughout Acts and it's all over the Old Testament. Isaiah 58 verses 6-10 through is a good example. It's a passage from one of the prophets of the Old Testament and those prophets, they seem to understand intuitively that the bright light witness of God's people in the world was inextricably linked to how they parted out and participated in justice. Here's what that says in Isaiah 58. This is the kind of fast day I'm after, to break the chains of injustice, get rid of exploitation in the workplace, free the oppressed, cancel debts. What I'm interested in seeing you do is sharing your food with the hungry, inviting the homeless poor into your homes, putting clothes on the shivering ill-clad, being available to your own families. Do this and the lights will turn on and your lives will turn around at once. Your righteousness will pave your way. The God of glory will secure your passage. Then when you pray, God will answer. You'll call out for help, and I'll say, Here I am. If you get rid of unfair practices, quit blaming victims, quit gossiping about other people's sins. If you're generous with the hungry and start giving yourselves to the down and out, your lives will begin to glow in the darkness. Your shadowed lives will be bathed in sunlight. This is Isaiah talking to God's people. And as I finish this up, I want you to think about how you can be salt and light and whether or not you're living into that calling and responsibility that Jesus has given to us. I'm reminded of a really excellent quote by John Stott. It says this, we should never put our two vocations to be salt and light, our Christian social and evangelistic responsibilities over and against each other as if we had to choose between them. We should not exaggerate either, nor disparage either, at the expense of the other. Neither can be a substitute for the other. The world needs both. It is bad and it needs salt, and it is dark and it needs light. Our Christian vocation is to be both. Jesus said so, and that should be enough. In the end, it's not that justice or saltiness comes first, that some people think we must fight first against evil so that the path to evangelism is then made clear and there will be enough then people will be able to hear the gospel and it's also not that evangelism or being bright lights comes first and we have to share the good news and help people be transformed and come to faith and only after that will we work on justice when it comes down to it jesus said we are salt and light we are both together mixed up and not separated if we're to look at his life as our prototype and model for how to do this, I would say that if anything comes first at all, it's always love. Love comes first. And that's the spark. That's the drive, the inspiration. Love is the catalyst that provokes every aspect of who we are and our mission. And that mission is to be salt and light. Can I get an amen? Until next time, I'm Pastor Worth Wheeler for West Seattle Christian Church. Stay salty and bright, my friends.